0: Good morning, everyone. Yesterday, Canadian Supreme Leader Trudeau invoked the Emergencies Act, formerly the War Measures Act, in the G7, formerly Democratic Nation of Canada. The War Measures Act has only been invoked three times in the country's history. Once during World War I, during World War Two, and then third in 1970 October crisis. The Emergencies Act has never been used since being established in 1988 until now. If you want to see the Supreme Leader's announcement, I've included it below. I think it's important to really gain some perspective on the situation in Canada and to fully appreciate the true nature of the conflict. While many countries around the world have been removing restrictions relating to the pandemic, including Denmark, Sweden, Finland, and Norway, Canada has continued to force lockdowns and vaccine mandates on its population. As a result of these ongoing and sustained measures, the truckers of Canada began began to protest and assemble in large numbers to peacefully demonstrate and express their opposition to the insane COVID hysteria and the ongoing erosion of their rights. It deserves mention that none of these people likely want to be doing this. Most just want to be working and living their lives free of government infringing on their ability to do so. They are sacrificing their time and their ability to earn an income and in the depth of their winter where temperatures are extreme and minus 20, Celsius to minus 20 degrees Celsius is not uncommon. These are brutal conditions to be away from home and out in the cold, but it should help to echo how serious these citizens believe the situation is. Now, after multiple weeks of sustained protest and resistance, the government have essentially signaled as a result of this Emergencies Act that these people do not have the right to protest and are massaging the, the use of the rule of law to be able to treat the peaceful citizens effectively as terrorists. Absolutely insane. Deputy PM Christia Freeland announced the following measures in response to the Emergencies Act being invoked. Quote, we are announcing the following immediate actions. One, we are broadening the scope of Canada's anti-money laundering and terrorist financing rules so that they cover crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use. These changes cover all forms of transactions, including digital assets such as cryptocurrencies. The illegal blockades have highlighted the fact that crowdfunding platforms and some of the payment service providers they use are not fully captured under the Proceeds of Crime and Terrorist Financing Act. Our banks and financial institutions are already obligated to report to the Financial Transactions and Reports Analysis Centre of Canada, or Fintrack. As of today, all crowdfunding platforms and the payment service providers they use must register with Fintrack And they must report large and suspicious transactions to FinTrack. End quote. There's never been a more powerful marketing campaign in Bitcoin's 13-year history against political money and in support of a neutral censorship-resistant monetary protocol and the separation of money and state than what we are seeing in Canada right now. The moment it becomes a crime to send money to a friend, loved one, or simply a fellow citizen you wish to support that is peacefully expressing themselves is the moment that a nation and much of the world wakes up to what Bitcoin is actually solving for and why it is so unbelievably powerful. No government deserves this power over any of us, nor is any government capable of of wielding this power. And as previously discussed, over time, absolute power will always corrupt absolutely. While Canada begins to look more like a dictatorship akin to that of Soviet Russia, The true value of having an open, global, borderless, and censorship-resistant monetary network becomes more obvious by the day. If you have not seen the following speech by Brian Peckford, who is a former politician and the last remaining Canadian alive responsible for the Canadian Charter of Rights, the very rights that these truckers wish to defend, I recommend you take a look. Although it's hard to see now, out of the darkness comes the brightest light. Bitcoin and the resolve of powerful and principled Canadians will lead this beautiful nation back toward better days. Wishing all our beautiful Canadian friends and family well in these challenging times. I appreciate you all. Hope you have a good day and I'll talk to everyone tomorrow.